Hi guys, welcome to the Creation Forty Podcast, the final episode of 2020. I'm joined by Herman for the final episode. Yes, we are back together after two or three months. Right. I think it was more than two or three months. Yeah, oh, probably. I yeah. I'm I'm completely lost. <laughs> I'm I'm still in August. <laughs> you have one calendar and you lost it, so Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, uh, the first I know the the first part of the season has ended. A lot of things have happened. The draw for the uh, qualifications for the World Cup have also been held. A lot to go through, but I want to start with new with a new uh, new, new news. Uh, did you see what Rieka posted about their new uh, founding year? Uh, yeah, I did, and I I saw some. Banter with Lokomotiva. Banter Lokomotiva, yeah. Yeah, but it, it, <laughs> it, it's an obvious and historical problem with uh, year of founding for many clubs, not just Rijeka. We, we had also issues with uh, and uh, disputes about what is the Dynamo. Yeah. Exact year of founding, so... It's history. I I love history, but I don't like uh, football history. If we talk about what happened in nineteen twenties and ninety six, yeah, and so it's 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 up on them, really. It's it's a it's a bit ridiculous to 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 even have this kind of topic, so people can make fun of you, but. I guess it's it's usual in in Heinel to make fun of of clubs. <laughs> yeah, it's very usual, I, especially I, I, with how. I mean, you you are yeah, delighted. You are delighted because they are not making fun of Hajduk. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> finally, finally, some jokes without Hajduk. <laughs> Did you see my tweet about Hajduk uh, won the E League? Yeah, the yeah, high note yeah. E League. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. First trophy since 2014. Yeah. Yeah, I, I now, saw this and I think it's a pretty relevant topic. It's 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 good to make fun of some someone. I always appreciate that. But I think the more important things are happening on on the football pitch. Of course, uh, especially uh, Hajduk. I, I, let's just get, get it over with. I haven't watched the match. I, I have watched the highlights. I haven't watched a single match of, of the last three. Thank God, because Hajduk lost the last three matches. Uh, as we know, they lost 4-2 against Varazdin this weekend. Who didn't have top luck. And no, I no, wasn't against, expecting... Against Gorica. I got it. Sorry, but yeah, but the week but, uh, before, uh, they before, yeah, what yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also four two, you know, the same result basically. So it's easy to confuse the two. But yeah, I was gonna say, what has been beat us without top luck? I how? Yeah, I mean, in in general, there is a lack of uh, long term vision in in Croatian football. We see this. Oh, yeah, yeah. We see this with Hajduk. It's not. We see this with Dinamo. Yeah, it, it, so it's so it's not even funny anymore with Hajduk. Yeah. Uh, you see with with Varaždin and with Toplak. I mean, they had a wonderful season last 
last year and very good results. They made an impressive run to save themselves. And then you decide to sack your coach that provided everything. I mean, the same thing happened with Bielica and Dinamo. It happened to Claudio Ranieri when he won with Leicester, which was yeah. a sensational success. And people obviously care much more about uh, short term, not 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 the long term. So I mean, look at Hajduk and how they changing oh. coaches like five times. They change more man. Yeah. They yeah, like five, yeah, they change managers more often than I change under than I change underwear. It's <laughs> it's it, it's it's just it's dreadful to see. Yeah. But when you do that, of course, you're going to be ending up fifth, tying on points with Slime Belupo and almost, and Shibanik's right on your tail. So, yeah. But yeah, Varazin have sacked Toplak. I don't know what else to say. I don't know who the next manager will be. They have been talked about their last manager. Who was the last manager? It was, uh, uh, what was his name? Let me get it up here. Uh, basically, the previous manager that got them into the second final, but they sacked him before the season started. But yeah, well, some name, hopefully. I'll know it when it gets announced. But uh, let's get on to the topic of Dinamo, because I want to talk about their European season. Have you watched any matches? Yes, I did, and uh, it's impressive. You, you have to admit it's impressive. Although I don't, of course that. it is. Uh, almost ended up the only club in in European competition to not concede a goal. Yeah, that uh, that was a really disaster to concede it so late. If we consider yeah. it was uh, six matches and to and to Bistrovic. Yeah, yeah. Coche come a woman. Yeah, exactly. I I I don't know. I mean, I don't like what Dinamo is doing with this Bielica story and everything that. Happened. Uh, it's been, it's been. I think eight months. <laughs> I will not get over it <laughs> in, in several years, probably. But uh, I mean, respect to Dinamo, and especially I, I, I was first one to criticize Lovro Meyer, and he's now proving he's his now point. The crucial yeah. part. Yeah, he is very, very good. Uh, I'm sad that Bruno Petkovic is not that impressive. But, but Gabranovic is. Yes, yes. But let's hope Petkovic will be better as Euro is approaching. Uh, of course. Dinamo is really, really impressive. And uh, the one player I'm most impressed with is Arya Nademi, for sure. And I'm very glad that he was picked as the best player in HNL recently. Yeah, I was just going to mention yeah. that, yeah. Uh, because he's really, really fantastic player and you have to be sad because of this doping affair he had and he lost like three years of professional football due to that it's sad because if that didn't happen who knows where would be his place now probably in in, in Serie A or in Premiership who knows yeah I think Serie A perfect fit for him yeah and um it's good to see that Dynamo is still uh, 
producing some new faces like Jakic, like for example, look at Moharami. He's what Moharami yeah. has been fantastic. Yeah. He's in Dynamo right for back. like three, four years. He never got a real proper chance. Now he's he's very good. Uh, also, we don't have to en- mention anything about Yoshko Guardiol. He's really sensational. Uh, it, it it's good in Dynamo. It, 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 there is something special about this club, obviously, because the good things are happening despite earthquakes, literally and metaphorically, that were happening in metaphorically in in uh, in, in last uh, twelve months. So. But yeah, Mamic is still, of course, the manager. So let's okay, let's not mention the managers of Dynamo because it's a sensitive topic. But uh, uh, the next match for Dynamo will be Krasnodar in Europa League round twenty-two. They ended up third in the group in a group with Sevilla and Chelsea. Uh, any thoughts? I, I'm I'm thinking that Dynamo could get an easy pass. I think they won't concede a goal, but then again, it's a Russian club. I have I never know how to predict that Russian club, especially with how CSK performed the last two seasons in the Europa yeah. League. I mean, who, who knows what will be their motivation after uh, Champions League? CSKA Moscow is a really good team, and you can see that their motivation wasn't obviously very high for Europa League. Yeah, last season yeah. I also finished yeah. last, but I think one point. So, but the big question is, Dynamo is very good now, but how will they look like in two months? Who knows? So, Leipzig is also, I reportedly, pushing to sign Guardiola in January. Yeah, makes sense because the original, yeah, the the original to get him at the end of the season, but now, of of course, after seeing him perform in the Europa League, it's, yeah, yeah. Get him in. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's move on to the second place team, who is actually throwing a very good challenge to Dynamo this season. It is Osje. Uh, the the thing wow, they, they have I... enough to to reach the 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 trophy title. Imagine if they win it with Bielica. Imagine if you're the president of Dynamo, you sack Bielica. Only for him to go next season to join Osijek and win the league title. Yeah, that will be a really nice story. And it's actually surprising that many fans are supporting Osijek. Even I've heard it many more times from Dynamo fans that they, they are saying, I think Bielica should get it this year. And they he deserves it. Osijek deserves it. But I don't think they will have enough. Well, uh, neither do I, because Dynamo currently has two games in hand. They're tied on points, but they have a far better goal difference. As Osijek is beating games by only one, by one goal. So, yeah, I really don't know what's going to happen. But I think I'm, I think we're going to know in February or March, because that's normally when we see Dynamo just pull away. Yeah, probably next season. Because, well. because a year ago, Hajduk was first. If you remember, Haidok was first at the end of the first part of the season last year. And everybody was pushing like, are they going to do it? Then you bring in Tudor and 
yeah, that that in itself just explains the whole situation. <laughs> uh, Ramon Mieres, of course, uh, top goal scorer for Osijek. Uh, just wanted to mention that. Absolutely amazing. Uh, let's move on to Goritz. <laughs> Good Goritz of in the league. It it is a far uh, it is a far stretch statement, but it, it is possible I, I mean... for me. I don't think it's possible. I th- I think Dynamo has like let's say eighty five percent chance. I think Osik has like fifteen percent, and then everything below them is it, absolutely impo- impossible. In, yeah, I mean Gorica, if they finish in top four, this is sensational success for them. They will. Yeah. They will. They and, will. Hi, 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 listen, I don't top four yeah. again. And they obviously have a good board and good strategy because they keep on finding anonymous players that perform well. So it's it's actually yeah. crazy to see that Gorica went to Poljud. They won comfortably. They played very good. And it has become normal that Gorica is coming to split. We, we, <laughs> with a task, yeah, we, we should grab three points here. So, yeah, if you remember in February, Hajduk beat them 6 0. Yeah, at that point, everybody was like, Oh, God, it's a shit. Now it's just Hajduk yeah. is shit. Because, uh, did you see how Dombrowskas announced the match against Hajduk? No, uh, he's along the lines of this we're going to split to get three points, but we are gonna respect Hajduk. He's going into split like he's playing against Burnley. <laughs> Don't disrespect B- Burnley. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna respect. Uh, okay, I won't. I, Sorry, uh, Sheffield. Sheffield. I had a bet. I had a bet <laughs> with my brother-in-law, like two weeks ago, when West Ham had seventeen points and Burnley had five. And I had a yeah. bet with him, and I said that Burnley will finish the season above West Ham. So. <laughs> no. So, no, 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 no. It was twelve, and now it's eight points. So they are getting closer. They are because uh, yesterday West Ham lost three 0 to Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Let's not talk about the FPL yeah. right now because uh, I'm doing absolute shit. Uh, but I... I dropped from first. I, I dropped from first place to fifth in only two game weeks. I am. I'm uh, I, I, a few weeks ago when you were making fun of me, I replied with the chart with the <laughs> that my chart will go up, and I'm also like Burnley yeah. getting closer. So we'll... yeah, you're you're ten. You were you were last after like five game weeks or uh, near the yeah, bottom, yeah. and now you're ten. Yeah. Only I think you're like ninety points behind me, but we'll ninety we'll points. See. We'll it's, see. It's not a lot. We'll talk in a month. <laughs> we'll talk in a month. I hope not. <laughs> I hope you won't get close enough so we can't talk about it. But I think I think we will. We'll see. Uh, but, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna get to my predictions now because I predicted Istra to finish last, and currently it's looking like they they are gonna finish. I last. mean, finally. They deserve to be less. Yeah, finally. Come on, they are saving their asses. After, after all of those night, night yeah, places. Yeah. So uh, uh, I also predicted, I predicted Gorita to finish, I think, fifth or fourth. But I said if they keep Lovric, 
they're going to be higher up. They kept Olovrich, obviously, and they are now third. Only four points behind Dinamo. And I, we have to mention, because of our friend Matt, that Shibenik is doing pretty good. Shibenik is doing pretty yeah. good after beating Hajduk and Rijeka. Yeah, so Absolutely phenomenal. They could be even safe in a way that they, they don't have to be in Istra spot to play the playoff survival match uh, at the end of the yeah, season. Yeah, I, I, I forgot to mention this uh, when I was making they aren't any more playoffs. <laughs> Are you surprised? Uh, yes. They are, yeah, there was a rule change. They are Whoever finishes ninth stays in the league. Only the last team gets relegated. Uh-huh. I wasn't aware of that. Well, I think it's the most logical thing because when was the last time a team from yes, the playoffs yeah. came up? The, the difference is in quality is obviously... Pretty big. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I think we should just mention Lokomotiva being absolute disaster, as we predicted, kind of, after selling their all of their, most of their key players to Dynamo. Yeah, not surprising, but I, I don't have a doubt that they will improve, not season by season, but I think even month by month, because they are their strategy is to use young, talented players, and they've proved themselves pretty good in in the last couple of years. So I don't have a doubt about them. Okay, well, fair enough. Okay, one last final news before we move on to Croatia and the whole World Cup qualifications. Uh, today, Hajduk signed Lovre Kalinic on our loan until the end of the season. Please, do you think please it's a good share move? your thoughts because uh... Uh, I don't think it's a good move if it's only a loan. If it's a loan, you're getting a goalkeeper for six months. That's you're just stopping either Posavets or Ljubic from progressing and playing matches more. Yeah, uh, getting but more. Experience. Why do you expect Hajduk can sign the? Premier, I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, he technically is a Premier League goalkeeper, although he's. He is the fourth yeah. choice in Aston Villa. Uh, it's it's a weird de- deal because it's 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 again like I mentioned in the beginning, it's a short short term solution. Everything is short term in in, in Croatia. Sure, yeah. So yeah, will they get a, a world class goalkeeper for Hanel? Yes, yes, he, he is good, but he is a fourth choice in Aston Villa with the reasons, sadly. And we have seen... And he, and he hasn't yeah. played in a year. And we have seen him getting a chance to be a Croatia number one. And we, we, yeah, we were impressed with, with his performances. So, I'm... He was good, he was, he was good against Tyson yeah, in the World the, Cup, but the, then again... Then some other... Yeah, it's only one match. The the rest was wasn't good, and I'm sad for him. Yeah, especially yeah, against he, Spain. He didn't uh, use his chance, and now we have Livakovic, and I think it's far better choice. Obviously, definitely. If anybody chooses Kalinic over Livakovic, please check your yeah. football knowledge, please. <laughs> 
Okay, well, yeah, I think that's enough for the high NL. Uh, let's go on to Group H, uh, the group of uh, Slovak, of the Slovak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the World Cup uh, qualifications for Qatar in 2022 have been drawn, and we are in the same group as Slovakia, Russia, Slovenia, Cyprus, and Malta. What are your thoughts? Are you happy with uh, with the group? I we could have gotten an easier draw. Uh, when you look at the third part, we could have got maybe uh, Hungary to get a revenge, or maybe maybe. Northern Ireland, yeah, some of those, but Russia, I think, was in the top three of the part of, the, of that part. But then again, it's Russia. We already beat them in the World Cup, but this time, this is qualifications, and I think we that Russia is gonna be our main rival to get uh, to get into the World Cup. But then again, Slovakia and Slovenia have also proven to be good at times. Uh, yeah, Cyprus, Malta, I won't even mention. Uh... I agree. Pot three seemed to be more difficult than pot two. I'm happy with uh, Slovakia because we scored seven goals against them in two matches, so they obviously fit us very well. Uh, Russia could be a problem, and I also see them as a main competitor in, in our group. Slovenia, they have Ilicic. And they, and they do, yeah, and they Oba. are pretty good. It's good that we play first match against them away with probably without any fans. Any fans. That should be yeah. okay for us. Uh, as for Malta and Cyprus, I remember when we had problems in Malta and we drew 1 1. But in general, Cyprus, Malta, Slovakia, Slovenia, and even Russia, I mean, if Croatia will look good, there should, shouldn't be any, any problems here. Hopefully. Yeah. There shouldn't, but uh, yeah. yeah, hopefully. But we'll see. We'll see. We, we, always, uh, we always I also have some drama, so we'll... Yeah, yeah. And, and our predictions aren't the best. Anyways, <laughs> let's just remember that. Uh, I also want to mention that we are going to face uh, Armenia and Belgium before the Euros in 2021 in June. Uh, first Armenia on the 1st of June and then Belgium on the 6th. Armenia should be an easy friendly, but Belgium, I think that will be our uh, main like preparation for the Euros as the final match before it, before it yeah, all starts. I don't think it's so important. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah it's not so important, but I think that's yeah. going to be like our main yeah, judge to uh, see where we're going to finish. If we look historically, we had problems before big competitions in the friendlies, but also if you look at historically, Croatia is always good in the group stages. So we, we look yeah. good and these friendlies against Armenia and Belgium, Dalic will probably use it to to solve some doubts like who will be left back, who will be at the position of a left wing or, or something like something really minor and not so important like some big things who will play uh, 
in midfield and who will be our goalkeeper. I, we have pretty obvious choices there. Yeah, we have pretty obvious choices. I also want to mention Modric. He's just been phenomenal. I watched a, a Real Madrid match not that long ago, and he covered like he, he covered the whole of the field. I, who was it against? I forgot, but I watched the match, a full match, and I was completely when you when you. I said this before, but whenever whenever I see Modric play, I think at he's twenty years old, not thirty five. Because to see a thirty-five-year-old play like that is just—I mean, it's, out of this world. Out of this world is the best description of him. Because if you see his footballing intelligence on, on the pitch and the things that he is doing, it—it's it, a perfection. And I think that young kids should watch Modric and just learn how how to play football. It's—it's it's incredible. Well, I mean, there there was that kid. I, I think it was a two months ago or a month ago. You remember when some news outlet was uh, at a training camp, for, a young training camp for football. They asked the kid, uh, do you want to be Messi? Do you want to be like Messi or Ronaldo? He was like, I want yeah. to be like Modric. It, it, so, yeah. it, it's incredible. You have some videos on YouTube in a World Cup final against France. If you look just Modric, he's like, the ball is not even in his area. It's like 50 meters away. He, he's just turning around. He's, he's just scanning the, the, the pitch, who is where. It's, it's like a chest. So he's remembering the position yeah, of the player. Is. He exactly knows where his teammate is, where the opponent is, what he's going to do when the ball comes to him. It's, it's, it's incredible. And 99% of the time, he makes the right call yeah. of the right pass. So, yeah, I think that's, that, that about wraps it up. Almost a 30-minute episode. Uh, good I, I, uh, Everybody listening, wish you a good, good holiday, happy Christmas, and a new year. Especially after this fucking, I don't know how to describe uh, it. Yeah. yeah. It's time to move on. It, it, it should be better. So, should, uh, yeah, be, especially to you too, Herman. Than, than this one. Yeah, it yeah, should be yeah, better. Yeah. It should be better. Let's hope the vaccine, yeah. the vaccine works. This, let, let's, let's, don't, uh, let's don't but, yeah. doubt the vaccines. So, let's trust them. <laughs> yeah, let's not say that coronavirus <laughs> yeah. is a hoax. and the, the virus is a hoax. But, yeah, I think that about wraps it up. Uh Next episode will probably be in the middle of January or start of February when, when football again in Croatia starts kicking off. So until then, happy new year, happy Christmas. Bye, and people. See bye. You then.